everybody. I'm Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we like, making the other person consume it for the first time, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Grant, what will we talk about today? Today, we talk about Grimlands and the fucked up decade that was the 80s. <laughs> Sipping. Just a Red Bull. Oh, okay. It's gone now. Were you drinking it with a straw? Yeah, because it's better for your teeth. What? It's better for your teeth because it's not, you're not having the fluids like literally hit your teeth and like pass through and around your teeth as you're drinking. It, it's cutting right past that, right down your gullet. You just suck it in when you just drink from a straw. You don't keep don't it in like your mouth at any time. I don't, like, slosh it around in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I drink it like a, through a straw like a normal person. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, you fill your cheeks up with it and then just go, I want to feel it in my... I want to taste it for the rest of the day. Yeah, I'm a liquid chipmunk. <laughs> yeah, if you don't do that, then yeah, it's better for your teeth. This is a real thing. I don't know why you're acting like I'm the crazy person. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I hope, and that's staying in. All right, you ready? Uh, we already about... started. Oh, okay. Well, we're talking about gremlins, not soda. Yep. Not uh, soda, or how Grant doesn't understand how straws work, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was just contending that they it's still some liquid still hits you. Oh yeah, it's, I, it's better. It's not like it, it's like vaping versus cigarettes. It's bad, but it's better, but it's still bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So I mean, well, if the game awards taught me anything, it's not to vape. That's true. Um, but I'm not cutting off uh, energy drinks. That's not happening. So. Uh huh. Gotta find the improvements where I can. Or like like a straw, ironically, it's like a straw ban of like, oh yeah, that's not nothing. It's not a lot. Uh, it's not that nothing. one is actually statistically nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is a rounding error. Yeah. Uh, but anywho. Um, so Gremlins. Gremlins. So I picked this one mostly because it was like, I actually hadn't seen it, but I picked it. Yeah, because I I'm a big fan of the like Shane Black esque like it's a Christmas movie, and by that we mean it's a movie that takes place during Christmas, At and Christmas, that's yeah. it. Yeah, because that is the amount of engagement I have with the holiday of like, yep, Christmas is a thing occurring right now while I deal with other things in my life. Uh, I see. Yeah, and Gremlins is always like a go-to kind of example for that. It's, it's you know, Die Hard is obviously at the top of the list, but right. Gremlins is up there, and I hadn't actually sat down and watched it end-to-end. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. And I think it's a bit overblown. I think it is <laughs> fine. <laughs> I think it's yeah. a... It, it is... If I grew up with it, or more accurately, if I... if 
my parents grew up with it and then watched it a lot when I was younger, therefore I would have grown up with it, then I I can see where the, like, nostalgia pleasantry, like, I love this movie because I have always loved this movie factor can come in, but in a vacuum as an adult watching it for the first time, I was like, yeah, this is fine. I feel like it's... <laughs> I... I... I don't know what it is about the movie. I feel like it, because I have watched it all through growing up and stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of reached this kind of weird status where it is kind of like, oh yeah, it's like one of the movies that's on, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just kind of a part of the modern, like, American yeah, it, experience it, it, of Christmas, kind of, you know? Like, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. I don't. I don't know that anybody. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know anybody who actually like says like, "Oh no, it's like a good movie." Like, I think it's kind of always been this kind of just weird, kind of ridiculous yeah. movie. Like, you know, it's kind of like a very strange. It's the, not a kid's movie. It's not like yeah, you know, it has like this weird amorphous target demographic that doesn't. Yeah, really I think it's kind of like, like baby's first weirdo movie. It's it's the previous generation's Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing of mm-hmm. like, oh, it's kind of a Christmas movie, but it's for like weirdo outcasts. And aren't you cool? Like I can kind of see that being the case for it when it first came out, maybe. Um, it's kind of like in like a modern example would be like Krampus, where it's kind of it's not like a horror movie, but yeah. it's kind of like yeah, there's some monsters in it. And, yeah, I've heard know, people like, describe it as a like a Christmas horror movie. I was like, no, it's not. It's no. a Christmas weird movie, and that's just yeah. it's just weird. I the things I liked about it, and I the movie's fucking old as shit, and everyone but me has seen it, so I think we can just go full spoilers. Yeah, yeah. My favorite stuff about were the things that were like the the things that are just like this weird incongruity stuff that like it. it I don't think it was intent. You know, like going back to our conversation, like I don't think it's like. Uh, unicorn store where you, we can debate about what if it was intentionally like this or not. It just seems like they didn't give a shit. Where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's like, oh yeah, you know, a fucking, a fucking mogwai. Like, uh, like there it is. Like it, it, everyone's like, oh, that's very interesting. I bet I could sell these. It's like, I like. I'm sorry. Like, like, how bad is public education in the '80s? Where you're not say, like, no, this animal doesn't fucking exist. I, I, I do. I was gonna say, I do like the kind of, like, I feel like there's a bunch of people who watch that that just kind of like go that it's like a fantasy weird thing, mm-hmm. and then there's a bunch of people that I feel like didn't experience the '80s, see that, and are like, wait a minute. Yeah, were things that, so bad in the eighties that people didn't know that this crazy little monster, like, yeah, isn't love, a thing that the, exists on planet Earth? Yeah, I love Gremlins as fuel for cracked videos from <laughs> yeah, five years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, the the fact that even the because I I wasn't expecting it to be like, oh, they actually bring it to the science teacher 
and <laughs> and even he's like, oh yeah, this is very interesting. I'm sorry, it's not like a weird fungus that you found in the woods. It's an organic mammal that doesn't exist. And that also it reproduced by budding. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, it's it's, it's just like wow, high school teachers in small towns are uh not necessarily very good. And I guess that <laughs> lived up to that piece of truth. <laughs> uh god uh, what was another thing i do like i had heard remember this from like an old cracked video but the i i wanted more detail here to understand if I, if it's like how much it could be exa uh, extrapolated into like fan fiction and and fan theories and stuff the idea that gremlins fought in world war ii like i really <laughs> i knew that was a throwaway line from the beginning but the way they throw it in is like because they, I think they have the guy who who does the the dead meat voice, that actor. Uh -huh. He references it when he's super fucking blitz. So it's like, okay, who knows what the fuck he's talking about? And it's uh -huh. before anyone has said the word gremlins yet. So we don't even necessarily have a reason to attribute the term gremlins with mogwais yet. They're just two different one's a real like a folklore fantasy thing, and Mogwai's some bullshit that the filmmakers made up. It's not until that guy is again attacked by the eating after midnight Mogwai's does he go like Yup, that when I said Gremlins fought in World War II, I meant that thing right there, that green thing. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh that's interesting, and I don't know it, the the we, it is weird for a like I I got hung up on it just because it's like for a movie named Gremlins. Yes, you could say like these creatures kind of sort of fit an idea for a gremlin, but the only person who ever says that is like the town drunk. So mm. it is weird. It feels like they just were like, "Hey, what can we call this movie about?" Furbies who turned into monsters. Yeah. And I, then, yeah, it's weird. I like that there's, so, this movie has a lot of stuff that is, like, just, like, throw away little bits, but then, like, when you're watching, it's, it's a good, like, I feel like it would be a good drinking game to watch mm -hmm. this movie and to just try to call out anytime something weird happens or is said <laughs> or like you know like the, the two, the, I, I actually watched it uh, today and uh, one that I had forgotten is that near the beginning of the the movie this is not like tying to any story thing but there's like clearly a setup where there's some girls like sitting on a park bench reading and it's like, oh, then the kids get into a snowball fight. Oh, yeah. But this one kid fucking just smacks the shit out of her in the head with a with a snowball. Okay, we need to be clear here, because the way you said that might Im like conjure the image of that he <laughs> held the snowball <laughs> right. and threw it and no, beamed her he in the head. No, he's no. holding a two-hand large snowball. Like just slams it down her, into and then her just head. like picks it up like a fucking brick <laughs> and just drops it onto her head, and she reacts the same way you would if you got hit with like a very lightly packed snowball. Yeah, yeah. And then just, I think in the background you see another person, a kid, like get a handful of snow 
and then just like shove it into someone's chest. Like that is also <laughs> how snowball fights work. Uh, and which then segues immediately after like, that. It felt, it felt more like a bar fight, but they only had snow. Yeah, like, it's just like grab whatever you can in front of you. <laughs> and it's weird because they're like, it's like these are children. Like they should know what a snowball fight is. Uh, but. Now that you say that, it reminds me of immediately after that, one of the weirdest things is uh, Corey Feldman living in a tree at the, <laughs> at, at the place to buy Christmas trees. And, and the they cops just like, hey, almost, what are you doing in there? Yeah, why are you in this tree? Don't ask. It's like, no, really, though? Why are you in this tree? <laughs> Oh, oh, so when uh, when Helen and I were watching it, uh, when uh, Billy's the main guy, right? Yeah. Okay, when Billy's hanging out with Corey Feldman, she comments like, oh, is this kid, is this guy's friend, like, just this small child? I was like, oh no, they're the same age. And she, yeah, she bursts out laughing, I was like, no, I am positive on paper, in script, those two characters right. were intended to be the same age. And they right. just really fucked up the casting. I was going to ask, what age do you, would you say, I can't remember if they actually say it, but mm. what age would you say Billy is? Uh, let's see. He is, I, I was thinking about this, and there, we're actually going to break down some evidence here. So I feel like <laughs> too old to get a weird stuffed animal, or not stuffed animal, but like so, a, like, Here, too there's cool a lot for of his things to be like. I'm gonna get him this thing as well. Uh, first off, like I'm trying to pull the actor out of it because it's like it's always thir like thirty year olds playing sixteen year olds. That's Hollywood, baby. Sure. So <laughs> ignoring the actor who is clearly like twenty plus, he works at a bank, seeming like mm -hmm. it's not implicitly part time in any way, but it could go either way. Uh his, I would say he does have a at least cur like relationship with a high school teacher that he can lean on. So it's like okay, so he could be like a high school senior, maybe. Uh, but also the the his romantic interest is also right. a romantic interest of like a twenty five year old man. And which, she works as a bartender. Yeah, and she works as a bartender. That's a really good point, which is, like, I think you can technically work as a bartender before being 21. Yeah, can, but that still puts you at 18, at least 18. But, yeah. um, so I think pretty explicitly, drive, other than the fact that Corey Feldman is his only friend, Billy <laughs> has to be 18 to 20. Two, I think. I mm -hmm. think they are. I think he is seen drinking at the bar too. Well, he's definitely at the oh, bar. I don't know if he's. Yeah. I, I don't know if you see him drink alcohol because you sure. never see anyone drink alcohol in movies because of uh, weird like advertising legal he stuff. He does have that guy that's like talking to him about. He's like by twenty five. I'm gonna yeah, be yeah exactly. Like, the guy who's talking to him is definitely like thirty five, but. His line is something like, "Yeah, it's like when I was twenty-one, I was a hot shot. So by twenty-five, I'll be a big hot shot." It's like, okay, right. so implicitly, that guy is like probably twenty-two, twenty-three ish, which 
which then mm-hmm. I think is supposed to say Billy is younger, but not like so young that they're not right. peers to some extent, especially because they are both romantically interested in the same person. So it's not like Billy can be yeah. fucking 15. Uh, right. So yeah, he, I want to say 18 to 20 range, which uh, both, yes, that's too old for a Furby. Uh, also, <laughs> it seems real. I got hung up on this. It's really weird for you to be like, oh, I was looking for a son for my kid. This is perfect. This fucking weird Furby thing. And oh, then we see it. Billy. It's like he has a really close relationship with the pet that he already has. He has right, a dog. It's, right, it's right, not right. the fucking like I, I was so positive. It's like, oh, yeah, he thinks this is the perfect pet because his son has wanted a pet forever and his mom has allergies or so- for whatever reason they have not gotten a pet and mm-hmm. that is why the dad thinks that this mogwai is the perfect gift no he has a fucking dog and a 9 to 5 <laughs> like, you think that it's possible that <laughs> that the father thinks that the mogwai is not a real animal here's my case I think that he thinks it's a toy because why would he get his son another pet like without any weird pre you know there's no preamble there's no reason that we consider it and like the way that he gets the he, that the way that he buys it kind of doesn't isn't the way that you buy an animal yeah like like he kind of just sees it He's like, oh, I gotta have it for my son. Yeah. It's like, that's, I could get that if that's a action figure or some, you know, like, or, yeah, some inanimate object. But when it's a live creature, that seems like an odd thing to just, now, like, that could just, be the it's case. It's an oddly short way to, that he buys it. Or Again, maybe the, actor the 80s. just couldn't handle <laughs> the fact that it was a puppet and it's like, no, I think this, <laughs> I, I, I like, Either he thinks it is a, a toy, yeah. or in the 80s, not only did p- people in general have a very poor understanding of the animal kingdom, yeah. but they also just cavalierly bought well, animals. Well, that makes time. sense. Because, so, two things. <laughs> Those kind of go together. I, I was So, so remind me, I ha- have another segue to, from this point, but I was going to say, it really depends on if you think the dad would also just, like, horribly infringe on copyright and trademark because the second he learns that the Mogwai reproduces by budding, he's like, oh, good. Now it's a thing I can mass produce and sell and stamp my own name onto it. And it's like, I don't know, in my mind, I think he would do it either way. Let's, to be honest, uh-huh. because he's a fucking shill. But, in my mind, if it was a product that he thought was manufactured, that's a bit of a harder case than if it's, like, a weird animal that you Mm -hmm. discovered. Maybe? Neither really makes sense as a reaction to, oh, my son's pet can reproduce by budding. Um, But (laughs) I do agree that apparently this movie depicts the 80s as just very cavalier about like animal rights because we also have the weird subplot of the woman who just likes murdering dogs yeah like she takes and it's like oh hey what's my character ah you're cruella Deville, but in an 80s movie it's like okay so just talk about killing dogs as much as i can 
she is so rude at yes. the bank. She just cuts the line. Yeah. And that's not like not okay. The, can you imagine that being in any kind of service industry where a woman cuts the line and then while you're trying to service like her her needs, she also is like, oh, while I'm here, I would like to murder your dog at some point. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> hey, lady, I'm going to just shut the fuck up and like, I'll give you your goddamn money. Do you really need to twist the knife? <laughs> Honestly, I can't imagine the other people in line. Like, they were just kind of quietly accepting of the fact that that she skipped them all yeah. at the bank. And I feel like the, that's the most fantasy element of this movie is, like, people would be not happy if you just cut in line at I, one of I the places that they have to do. Like, that's the thing. They don't explain, like, they, they, they do state that she has some kind of, like, Land lo- landowner, landlady rents on one mm-hmm. family in town, and we only see them, and they're uh, they're the impo- I see. yeah. But I she's think she's like implicit- Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, so. she's implicitly okay. the the person who owns a significant portion of the town. How? Don't know. Not important. Mm-hmm. But she. That has earned her the By right to. Dogs. Yeah, that has she made so oddly, much money from killing they, dogs. They probably <laughs> cut an entire piece where her whole like uh, industry is based around like literally a hundred one Dalmatians, where she just ca- captures dogs and kills them and sells them as clothes, <laughs> and like that's her business. But yeah, so that definitely like supports the idea that people in the eighties don't fucking understand or give a shit about animals at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, it's nuts. See. Oh, can we? Did you have another thing that you wanted to talk about? Or I that the thing? thought so, but I can't remember it now. Okay, I'll I would it. like to talk about the greatest part of this entire movie. Just jumping in okay. right ahead to the the best thing. We'll see, because I already know what the best part of the movie is. <laughs> okay. There's a brief lull in action where we get some backstory from Billy's main love interest. That is a good part. (laughs) And, uh, no, it is objectively the best part. Her story is that she does not like the holidays. Why? This might be something that's relatable, since there's lots of people who don't like the holidays because of different, like, family strife or like relationships that have gone poorly or anything like that. So what's her reason? Her dad was a complete dumbass who decided to dress up as Santa and come down her actual chimney. As a surprise, so no one even knew he was in there. Got stuck. Didn't cry out or No, no, no. He didn't get stuck. He fell and broke his neck instantly. Oh, is that the yeah, okay? He died immediately, is what she said. I see. That's but, better. Yeah. My, my, yeah. But my. But it, either way, he was stuck in the chimney, and for days they waited, and they only found him because she, as a nine-year-old, went to go light the fire because it was cold, yeah. and she smelled smelled her dead rotting dad. Yep. 
<laughs> it, that is the greatest it is like thing the so ever. uh pun not intended it feels like this movie was written as a exquisite corpse we're just like Five people <laughs> took turns adding a thing, adding like a scene or something, and someone's just like, "I saw a hundred and one Dalmatian, so I'm gonna add a dog murderer." <laughs> and then it's like, "What if I, the, her dad died in the chimney?" Is like, oh my god, it's and I know. I do feel yeah. like I, I, I do feel like it's one of those things where like you're like writing uh, a kids movie or something, and you're just. You, you're just frustrated because you can't come up with any ideas. So you're like, fuck it. Let's have her dad yeah. die. She smells him rotting. And then the other person walks up and who's your writing, writing partner is like, yeah. And let's say he broke his neck yeah. on, on landing. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's remember to take that out before we send off the draft. Okay. Yeah, right. All right. Let's go get, let's go get some lunch. Yeah. And we'll we'll, take, we'll and, fix that before we send <laughs> They they come back and then just sit in before they. Uh, I also like that, that Billy has it. no reaction to this, which honestly is probably yeah, the most human part of this movie. Because he's half listening, he's like walking around the area, and she's like giving, pouring her heart out in the stale of her. Well, once it gets dying, to the real shit, which, he's like stops like, and looks, but like <laughs> says nothing. Which I honestly good like that is what a human would do in that situation which is just here's like the thing, i though. don't know what to say to this here's the thing though she's this all happened in this town or is she from another oh town? that's a good point i mean if 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 it happened in this town you know you already know this story. yeah he like this is a thing that is known and told well, the children so they don't Billy climb into only talks to Corey feldman who literally who is a tree <laughs> So well, Corey Feldman gets the lowdown because his stealth outfit gets him. That's true. It's ghillie suit o- overhearing people. <laughs> overhearing people his Christmas theme ghillie suit. <laughs> uh, so while that scene is great, I I will say I I think I knew about it because it didn't surprise me that much. Oh, so good. What I think is a criminally underrated aspect of the movie. It's just the mom going off fucking gremlin murder spree. You know what? I rewatching it, I was like, holy shit, I totally forgot that she just like does some work yeah. right, at the, right at the beginning. Like, yeah, of she it. gets like, taken out by the end, and maybe that's like paints the picture of it, but it's like, Billy doesn't do shit. Like, cause I was thinking, because the context I've heard of this movie is like one of those examples of like, Hero, like a hero's journey movie, like Star Wars Jaws, like near perfect in terms of a, a written format. And I was like, yeah, Billy doesn't do shit. And his mom fucking kicks ass. Yeah, I didn't know, yeah. like, Billy's mom goes into the, the, the Wendy Torrance Hall of Fame of 80s <laughs> women characters who are not appreciated enough because no yeah. other weird sci fi shit distracted all the nerd boys. Because Jesus Christ, she fu- like yeah. I think people remember the microwave one just because that's such a good kill, yeah. but like she kills like three or four, yeah, yeah, which is like, fucking nuts. Like, it, like honestly, the that. only the movie it would have ended there, except Stripe escapes and is able to uh, right reproduce again. Yeah, like she almost ends the whole movie single handedly. <laughs> uh. But yeah, but yeah, that 
criminally underrated that her character. Because also, yeah. Was, yeah. I, I was gonna say the only other thing that I like that felt odd when I was watching this was that I feel like because in part the uh, amazing Key and Peele sketch about Gremlins too. Mm-hmm. Um. I just kind of like had this weird narrative in my head of like, oh yeah, Gremlins 2 is one of those cash grab ridiculous sequels where they just put everything in there and it's just ridiculous or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I knew about the dead dad story, but I didn't remember fully how Gremlins 2 is not that different of tone from this yeah. movie. Like this movie has the bar scene where there like there's the the movie scene later but like in the bar scene it goes on for like it goes on minutes. forever yeah it's really long and it's just a it's it's like a sequence of sight gags for like 10 minutes yeah and it, you know in an hour and 30 minute movie so like it's pretty significant run like percentage of runtime of just like Oh, isn't that hilarious? Look at these little yeah. weird what, what lizard if, things playing poker. What if this one poker. was smoking cigarettes? And yeah. what, what if what if this one was a flasher? And no, no, no. <laughs> but what if what if this one was playing poker? And then this one is like like his arm candy. But but what if what if there's this other one? Yeah, it goes on for fucking it just ever. Keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so that made me be like, okay, Gremlins Two wasn't that far off the mark, honestly. So the so yes, and uh, my understanding is Gremlins Two is just like, hey, somehow the original creator made money, so therefore no reason to say no to him now. Like that was my understanding <laughs> of Gremlins Two, which we will have to watch at some point just because of seeing the first one now. Uh, which, because I, I have not seen two at all, uh-huh. um, and that segues into a thing. I, the thing that inspired me to pick this one that was finally like Jesus Christ enough with the references to Gremlins. I just need to see this movie already. Was the latest episode or the latest episode on YouTube of um, uh, fuck, I'm blanking the College Humor Game Show. Uh oh yeah uh uh. Fuck. Yeah, why yeah, are I'm we blanking on this? We gotta it's figure the, this out before we can proceed. I'm actually. I'm actually. I'm actually, yeah. Cause, and they're talking about the, the Snow White yeah. scene. And I assumed that it's like, oh, there's gonna be a reason for that. Like, that's gonna make sense in some way. Because, <laughs> no. And also, think, fucking think about that from, like, a modern context. There's just, like, a huge, giant reference to a Disney movie for no reason and it's like in modern times you would have to pay a bazillion dollars to get to do that i don't mm-hmm. know if in the 80s it was actually flipped where it's like oh no disney <laughs> paid for the advertisement of their movie from 30 years ago this is I such guess. a great this is such a great late millennial podcast where yeah. we're just like like Wondering about the mysterious times that were the 80s. Well, it's just uh, it, it nothing did, makes fucking did, sense did, about this movie. Did everything change? Was yeah. everything different and backwards? It's like bizarro world. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not wrong though. 
it doesn't the the a, a Disney property appearing in another film that is aggressively not on brand for Disney. That concept in of itself doesn't make sense, right? Like in a modern context, it's like you can't you can't just do that unless you're aggressively like, nope, we've proven with our a billion lawyers that we are doing satire and come at us, Disney. My only thinking is, I, I'm trying to remember where the lineup is, but so this was produced by Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember what he had just made like around this, you know? Oh Indiana yeah. Jones for sure. Like, like he had a lot of clout, like this is, you know, so maybe that was, Oh yeah. A big he could help. get it to happen, but it, there is the element of like, you're going to throw that clout around to get snow white in your fucking <laughs> gremlins movie. <laughs> like there wasn't another movie that, Right. Would have added something to the scene in any way other than just like I mean, I guess because it comes right after the uh the bar scene, you could be like, Oh look, it's a bunch of little people, magical people who are uh, their 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 visual identity is also based off one personality trait, just like <laughs> the gremlins. I'm like Sure. I guess but is that the that's the the whole reason for having a literal music number from Snow White in the movie? I don't know. It seems pretty strenuous. I, it's kind of an odd an odd choice, especially because I feel like because of the the human stuff at the beginning, this movie feels like it it wants to say something about capitalism. Because you have these beats of, like, the dog murderer is mean to the poor family, and the dad is a struggling inventor, and therefore the son is actually the one working a nine-to-five boring job to keep, like, kind of to make ends meet for the family. Well, and the, I mean... The, it, I, f- I forget, there seems to be a number of, like, oh yeah, the town's kind of on hard times, like, the, the love interest is working... As a bartender, not because she needs to, but as a way to help the owner of the bar, like, financially in some way. Well, Eric, I mean, think of all the things wrong with the 80s that we've been talking about. Maybe this movie was the dark mirror that was held up to society. That made them start valuing their pets and uh, not just cavalierly... Yeah, this was, them or being okay with women who murder dogs. Yeah, this was anti-Reaganomics <laughs> propaganda. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then maybe just, that's why that's why everybody loves it. Yeah, uh, and that just like fucking drops all of that though. It's not like, <laughs> oh hey, we we figured out how to now that we murdered all the gremlins, the town is saved, and even like the dog murder, she just dies. There's no reveal of mm-hmm. like. Huh, you know, she had no uh will or, or next to kin, so I guess the, the, the town actually inherits her vast wealth and like <laughs> now now the bartender doesn't need to ha- to use unpaid labor to keep the bar afloat. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know. If there I respect some something to come out of that that's you know, setup. Mm-hmm. But no. 
no, no. It's just, just the gremlins are dead now, and we're not going to talk about it. And the, but hey, and what the, about that part where the Mogwai drives the Barbie dream car around? Yeah, that also goes on for like fucking ever. It does. <laughs> they like cut. They like cut away from it and come back later. That okay? That is actually the weird thing that cut like about this movie where the movie goes from like, hey, like maybe capitalism isn't great. Like, look at how. Uh, wealth inequality is like hurting this small town, and and that's just like, yeah, fuck that. Here's a, some Disney and some Barbie product placement, bitch. Like it's just like, it like just completely. Not only does it just give up on that stuff for the sake of making a weird, entertaining monster of like monster flick, it also packs like advertisement into the last half of the movie. I don't That's understand strong. it. It's weird. <laughs> and then it it, and then it's just odd. like, oh yeah, it's uh, it was a riot. It was a riot, and I was like, oh, so even for <laughs> even, so not only is it crazy that these like we found mammal or reptilian organisms that didn't pre previously exist. Everyone in town fucking knows about it, and it's like. Yeah, we're just gonna brush it aside. And not even, like, I, government conspiracy, it's just like, oh, the news got it wrong, I guess. Maybe? I want to see the modern Gremlin sequel that takes into government conspiracy and digs into the World War II uh, fighting comments and uh, is basically uh, like... What was the uh, the Predator? Was it just Predators? Mm -hmm. No. What was the shitty one that came out just recently? The Predator? With, with I don't know. It's, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. It's either... It's not Predators, so maybe it's The Predators? I think it's The... I think it's just The Predator? I don't know. It's something stupid. Anyways, yeah. that movie where it's all, like, government... Like soldiers and shit, but with gremlins. That's what I want. So I so I watched a Red Layer Media video not too and long better. ago that actually had a really clever idea for what the next Gremlins movie would be. Oh boy. So it was like, okay, so we already have kind of like a weird like small town Americana, but like kind of capitalist take on the first one. And I believe correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they were saying that Gremlins 2 like takes place on Wall Street, essentially. It's yeah. It's like yeah. very it's, much like Gordon Gecko y Everyone's take Manhattan. Yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah. And whatever fat cat douchebag character from that movie exit like would survive to the end of the movie. They're president now. Mm -hmm. Gremlins are in the White House. That's the movie. Uh, no. I mean, that's hey, that's kind of brilliant. Like, and then you can have a scene where it's all the gremlins in like like on Capitol Hill, and like they had like one's hitting a gavel, and they're they're working with Mitch McConnell. Yeah, and but he's like he shakes uh, one hand. Easy joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, I like it. Yeah, just like, and you can have all like spoof personalities, but they're the you gremlins. You know what I like about this? I, I like that the the scene in there that would be 
the kind of like the equivalent of the, like the bar scene where mm-hmm. it's just showing them just a sight gags. Uh, it would essentially just be C-SPAN. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, it's just like three hours long of like yeah. showing them doing different like, procedures. Yeah, shit. like one has like a fucking weird model of a fence. <laughs> yeah, one's reading uh, Green Eggs and Ham, filibustering. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Red Light Mia uh, came up with this, but I, I actually think this is like, like a that. really good pitch for a, a Gremlins 3. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. Do you think, I was not old enough to remember, but do you think that when Furbies came out in the late 90s that people were, like, joking about spilling water on them or whatever? I feel like that was true. Like, I, like, in my mind, I feel like that has always, that was a thing. I can't remember like a specific instance but it, it mm-hmm. feels mm-hmm. true because i mean they are they're just they they're the same just thing yeah. yeah they're just yeah. the same thing yeah yeah except mogwai have oh boy little hands yeah yeah mogwai is cute eh they're fine um, I don't know. I've been watching. They're no, in, no in baby. A, Yoda, yeah, I was but. gonna say in a post Mandalorian world, they're fine at best. <laughs> uh, yep. Boy, I don't know if I have anything else for Gremlins. I don't. I, I don't really. It either. was fine. I think it's okay to, it was fun talking about it. See, yeah. it's one of those mo- I think. It's a weird. It's like a near impossibility where I think the ideal sit- viewing experience is multiple people who haven't seen it before. You know? Mm. So that you can discover the fucking bizarroness t- together, but it's like, how the fuck are you gonna pull that off? I think, and specifically all those people should not have been alive during the 80s. Yeah, that so. helps too. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> people in uh, the 80s just were like, chill with dog murders, apparently. Prove me wrong. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> God, what a oh, weird boy. movie! I do want more yeah. information about the gremlins that fought in World War Two. That that is yeah. my if if you so if you told me there were gremlins comics in the same vein as like Alien and Predator comics, that would interest me. I feel like there's a rich, rich vein to be ored. There. I'm sure there is at least a gremlins comic, yeah. like. But I don't or, know that's like the series. The, the like Back to the Future Telltale games. If there's like a point and click adventure Gremlins game, I would play that. That's fun. Like the <laughs> yeah. the the world is so bizarre, but like seeded that I think you I think it's fertile ground for like a an actual like low key game experience. The problem is like games don't tend to go for that kind of like quieter experience where you're like who are you playing as oh just this young Mm. guy what's his what are his weapons and special abilities nothing he's the most fucking milk toast boring plain person that could be but i don't know he'll figure out how to start a gas leak and light a match and that's that's pretty much all you need right yeah he does blow up a movie theater yeah oh he he does something 
He does one thing. <laughs> um, uh, cool. Well. It makes me excited I... for our pen and paper campaign we're going to be starting. That's for sure. Yeah, me too. I'm digging it. Uh, cool. Well, I think that's all I had to. So uh, yeah. we can go ahead and uh, thank Brenna for our awesome artwork and thank yeah. Dave for editing and giving us yeah. some music. And we'll see everybody later. Happy holidays. Yeah. Fuck you, Christmas. War on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>